You are a seeker of better health, change, clarity. You yearn to feel peaceful, fulfilled, vibrantly healthy. You can feel lost in the chaos, the busyness, the feeling that there's just something missing from life. You are ready for a change. Welcome to Moondance Wellness Coaching. I'm your host and coach, Angela Kiddock. I've been on a journey through disease and health that's led me to find deeper meaning and greater fulfillment in life. Taking an expanded view of the word health, let's examine our personal growth, spirituality, our emotions and stress, exploring what it means to embody wellness in today's world. On today's episode, we explore the idea that no one ever grew by staying comfortable. And we introduce our second all-important tool to bring on our journey of growth, self-care. This one is a serious power tool that we definitely want in our toolbox. So our year of understanding journey continues. If you've been following along with me so far, you know this much is true. One, we're on a journey to the center of ourselves. Two, we're collecting tools. Perhaps the most important tool being the map. If you missed the last episode called This Is Your Brain on You, Honoring Your Unique Mental Wiring, be sure to check that out for an in-depth exploration of this all-important tool and for a very tangible step you can take to get started on your own journey of self-understanding and personal growth. Since the last episode contained an all-important reference to tool number one, the map, this week I was like, shoot, I kind of set myself up for coming up with the number two, didn't I? Considering how much I love to plan things, you might have thought I had a whole master plan about how every newsletter this year would contain the next all-important tool, and it would weave together seamlessly throughout the year, leading you on a magical journey to wholeness. That is such a great idea, and totally nothing that I've planned out. You see, my newsletter writing process goes something more like this. I scrawl, write newsletter on my calendar twice a month, and then I breathe a big sigh of relief on the weeks when I don't have to do it, and I dread it just ever so slightly on the weeks when I do. Because it's a huge task, and the first step in anything is always the hardest for me because... Well, to get technical for a moment here, I'm in INFJ in the Myers-Briggs system, and my primary mental process or cognitive function is a learning process that can see a million ways to go about anything. So you can see that even if I convince myself that yes, I must eat this metaphorical elephant one bite at a time, well, it can take me a very long time to decide which bite to take first and how. So then I procrastinate for a couple hours and I get quite a bit accomplished that has nothing to do with writing a newsletter. Do not discount everything you can get accomplished when you're putting off doing something else. Didn't Garfield say that once? Then I wrap up the five texting conversations I've quote unquote accidentally gotten myself deeply involved with, make a cup of tea, grab my laptop, and sit down for a marathon session of writing and creating and tweaking. Sure, I could come up with some reason not to do this anymore, but I would know that it was all just a ruse to keep myself in a zone of comfortable. 
And as much as I would love to stay in my own little world of learning, thinking, learning, and perpetual intake, and never really having to put anything out there, no one ever grew by staying comfortable. And yes, me, the person whose motto is, don't make it a bad time, and the coach who somehow leads people to the end they were looking for, or didn't realize they were looking for, without having to do the thing they didn't want to do, yes, I too push myself into places of discomfort. Because growth. I recently had my first online troll experience. That could be a whole other story for another time. But when he asked me haughtily if I was even interested in growth, I almost had to laugh, which I did after I cried about the whole strange encounter, because come on, it's only like my favorite thing. I love yin yoga for its ability to push us into a purposeful place of discomfort while holding us in a safe and nourishing space. I love personality types for their ability to clearly map out for us our greatest leverage points for growth as well as how to better manage our blind spots. I love to hold a huge amount of space to see people as they currently are, but also as who they're meant to be, and try to hold this for myself too. And I love, love, love working with clients, helping them to find their way through a challenge, a confusion, a tangle, and see them come out the other side stronger, more peaceful, more whole. I do this work myself too. For example, as an introvert, I push myself to extrovert, to put myself out there. As an IJ type, I especially have to push myself to put myself out there in a vulnerable way. My work, my thoughts, myself. Like this newsletter. And let's just remember that extroversion is not some perfect ideal to strive for in society. And it's about so much more than being chatty or social. But this concept can become a part of the work that will push an introvert to grow. It puts you out there so the world can benefit from your light. But extroverts, you've got your work too. You've got to push yourself to introvert. Slow down, go inside, stay a while and look around. There's a whole nifty world to explore on the inside too. And this is just the tiniest little tip of the iceberg when it comes to growth. But you know what? After I procrastinate and stomp my feet about how I don't wanna and sit down for five hours, give or take, but seriously, I emerge with this piece of work that I'm always proud of myself for banging out. Sometimes I have no idea where it all came from. And sometimes, always, it goes in a completely different direction than what I intended. That process always amazes me. The way things in general unfold always amazes me. And I'm still always a little scared when I hit that button that sends it out into the world. Sometimes I say a little prayer to my spirit guides to please help this find its way to those whose hearts and minds most need to see it. And then I trust, and then I let it go. So keep on keeping on in your own journey of growth because you're awesome and we're all on this journey together. Which brings us to something else you're going to need. Tool number two, self-care. Fellow small business owner Shoma Hokanson of Solera Self-Care says that 
Self-care is essential to living a purposeful and whole life. It allows you to reconnect with who you are, enhance your emotional well-being, gain better life balance, and be more present. I'd say that this is the perfect sort of power tool to have on your journey of growth this year. Self-care allows us to know ourselves better, to integrate authentic habits of supporting and caring for ourselves, to set boundaries that help us sustain our energy levels, and to fully and deeply love ourselves. Growing in big ways can be uncomfortable and even exhausting. It's all a part of the process. But self-care teaches and encourages us to remember that motto I love, don't make it a bad time. As you embark on your journey of growth this year, know that the biggest growth will happen in a container of discomfort. But be sure to put that container in an even bigger container of self-care. Here's to tuning in, stepping out, being brave, and finding that supportive container of self-care to hold us up as we navigate the growing pains of personal growth. For more info on personal growth and wellness coaching, visit moondancecoaching.com. Set up your free intro call or find an upcoming class or event. 